Oh, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Are we in the building? Oh, this is the season finale. Scrap, this is the season finale. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? And welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition, another installment, a new episode. You feel what I'm saying? And the season finale episode. Come on, everybody. Put your hands together. Hey, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Grind It Out Sports Show, your favorite, um, you know, sports commentary and news talk on, show. Man. You feel what I'm saying? Out here Come on, on man. these streets, what's your good? It's your boy, Ty the Pie Guy and Cousin Scrap are in the building. <laughs> yes, sir. Hope everybody's feeling yeah. good. How we feeling, Scrap? Yeah, man, we just a little tired, but you know, <laughs> you know, we're gonna get through. Listen, we're getting ready for this next week. See what next week gonna give us. Because <laughs> listen, this next week has been crazy. You feel me? <laughs> it has been nutty, Professor. Um, I know right. a nigga. I know. I know. For me personally, I've been tired for real, and I know you've been tired too. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> oh, man. But listen, we got a good show for y'all today. Listen, first of all, first and foremost, I want to thank everybody for listening to the podcast. Shout out to, like, shout out to everybody who continues to listen. Subscribe to the podcast. We really do appreciate every, like, just every, everything that you guys, you know, love about the podcast and the support that you guys give. We appreciate you. Thank you so much, and uh, thank you all for tuning in and uh, watching and listening. Listen, this is the season finale, season two. Uh, we had a great season this uh, thus far, and uh, we got a lot, a lot to get into today. Um, First of all, so let's not even waste any time. Let's get right into it. First of all, let's start off um, with some of our wrestling news this week. Um, oh, y'all thought we just covered uh, basketball. That's that's football. what they thought, Scrap. Yeah, that's what see, they thought. That's what wrong. they thought. That see this this is see this is what it is. <laughs> see, <laughs> see they don't they don't think like black people can actually talk wrestling. I'm like black people were some of the first people who were mainstream in wrestling. So don't let's 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 not let's not do that or go there. But you know, I, I we we talk to the intellectuals around here, and we talk to the people that 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 know what we talking about. So um, today, first off, I want to start off by talking about the um, current, I believe, CEO of uh, World Wrestling Entertainment. Um, the guy, the man, the myth, the legend, I guess you want to call him the one and only Vince McMahon. Um, he has been in the news lately, uh, per, I believe pro wrestling insider. Um, Vince McMahon is Mm. Dipping his toes into things that he does not need to be dipping into, right? And what I mean by that is Triple H, Stephanie McMahon, Shane McMahon, and others have kind of taken the reins of WWE. Even though I'm not in the know at all with WWE, I am still a fan and I still keep up with it from time to time, more so on the business aspect and how things are going in terms of numbers and everything than less of the entertainment aspect when I was a child. And so what I see is that Shane, the 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 kids are really now taking the forefront of it. And Triple H is like spearheading this. And I think everybody from Monday Night Raw to SmackDown to NXT and others, even, you know, the UK and internationally, I think with Triple H at the helm, I think that gives that breathes a sigh of relief, right? Because there have been multiple reports, multiple reports, multiple documentaries, interviews, everything across the board. Vince McMahon is a hard ass and Vince McMahon wants it his way or no way. And so why do we have this picture of Vince McMahon up here like this? 
Well, I have this picture of Vince McMahon up here like this because this is what Vince McMahon looks like today. Okay? Uh, Vince McMahon looks like he's caked up. First of all, if you're watching us, he looks like he's caked up with so much goddamn makeup that I can't even tell this is Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Okay, then they done dyed his hair. Scrap. Okay. Yeah, I see him out there, man. Looking like Matilda there. Yeah, you see him? Arched his eyebrows. They made him look very Italian. Now, I don't know if he is Italian. But they made him look very Italian. And I'm just sitting here like, listen, Vince, as me and Scrap were saying <clears throat> off the um off air, you're a billionaire, bro. Not a millionaire anymore. You've you've crossed that threshold now. You're a billionaire. Can you go and just sit down? Sit down. But see, this is but then I, I listen to a lot of my wrestler enthusiast podcasts who say a lot of wrestlers can't sit down because this is all they know. Well, listen, I understand this may be all you know. And in excuse me, in Vincent uh, in, in, in McMahon's case, all you may know is being the promoter. Right, Scrap? Like he he started off not like helping his father promote the business in terms of being the ring announcer, making sure the back end was good. Like he knows that. Right. You can't tell somebody just to turn that off. I get that, bro. I understand. But there has to come a time where you have to let the reins go and allow Triple H, Stephanie. Um, um, Shane and others who you trust, you know, you trust them, you know, you trust them. The business wouldn't be as, as lucrative, as booming as it is going into this culture. If it's not for triple H and the people who, who he has put in place. Mm. So you have to let go in a sense. I'm not saying you cannot be, you know, in, in the loop. But per but per pro wrestling insider, bro, get your ass out of the the fucking Monday Night Raw scenario. Yeah, and you bro, go, your... go, go enjoy, go enjoy your money. Yes, My bro, you made enough. You made enough. You made enough. Like take it, like one yo, of the any... richest motherfuckers. <laughs> In I don't know. Scrap. Other shit, like. I don't. I, again, I think he just wants to be there. He wants to put his input there. He has so much critique. He watches at home. I think because he's at home watching Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. I don't think he's watching it for the entertainment of it. Right. I think he's watching it to see what in his mind needs to be better. You know what I'm saying? What, oh, oh, okay. That wasn't right. Oh, I didn't like this. I didn't like that. So he's hitting up people. You know, on the slide. You know, throwing his ideas out there, and what and 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 you're stepping on toes. I get it, I get it, McMahon. You you built this shit from the ground, motherfucking up. You and your daddy did this shit. I understand, and you took it to the stratosphere. But now, this is where you have to be okay with not being okay that you are not the head honcho right now. Not to say nobody's respecting your authority, but let me be clear. Nobody's really, really respecting your authority because over the past five to six years, we've seen an air change. Not just, I mean, a, just, a, just a culture change, excuse me, around WWE. And that's been for the better. And you have to give Triple H and again, Stephanie and others, that, that. McMahon, you can sprinkle your shit wherever you want to. This is your company. This is your company, my guy. You can sprinkle your ideas wherever you want to. But there has to come a time or a moment where you have to trust the next generation of people who are going to run this company. Companies fail. Companies falter. They hit rock bottom sometimes. They hit a stagnant, a stump. Like, yo, McMahon, you wasn't always popping. 
during during your time. Like, let's keep that a bean. And I'm a, I'm a WWE fan. When you were in charge, you there, bro. You wasn't everywhere all the time. Let's keep that a bean. So there were people in your corner who had to literally help you and get you back on track. Yo, let these let 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 them figure it out and stop dipping your toe back into shit. Go sit out like Scrap said. Go sit here. Go sit. Go sit out. Go eat you a. Uh, I was about to say eat you a mimosa, but go drink you a mimosa, motherfucker. Go play some motherfucking no, no, you golf. Get that damn and, makeup and, uh, off your damn face. Right. And that thin ass mustache. You yeah, I don't a, know where that. Who did, did that mustache? <laughs> listen, listen, listen to me. As a grown ass man, we at this day and age. Y'all go ahead and get a full beer. It's okay. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Get your full beer and get it lined up. All this booty face, thin mustache. Like, come on, what he at? Like, he like got bro, his, his face looked different from his ear color. Bro, like, bro, I'm not playing then he Vince died and shit. Got the comb back. Come on, Vince, man. Come on, man. Do better, Vince Come McMahon. On, Do better. Okay. God and then damn. another Go one, Scrap. Then another one who need to sit his ass down. And I love him, Scrap. I fucking love him. Sting, Scrap. Sting. 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 Sit your ass down, my boy. You, 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 oh Lord! You, you got the clip, or you just got the now Sting. Listen. Shout out to AEW. Shout out to all you know, all elite wrestling. Listen, I you understand must- <laughs> where all elite wrestling is trying to go with this, right? We get it. I I understand it. Okay. I I, I get where he's they're they're trying to go. Scrap. You feel what I'm saying? They're trying to bring some of the vets in to build their, continue to build their momentum, pa pa pa, with some of the younger wrestlers to to build their hype and everything like that. I get it, I understand. But Sting, you are sixty four years old. I'm not saying you you can't still do it, but brother, I'm gonna need you to sit your happy ass down. Like. Like Y'all now, sit it down, bro. Like for real. See, Rick Flair and gave it up. I just, I, I niggas see, done gave it up. Me and Scrap seen a video niggas. over the weekend <laughs> on AEW's Instagram page of Sting literally sitting here, jumping off a ladder onto a table, barely hitting his opponent. And let me say, then barely. You bust your lip. Barely. Then you bust so, your lip. Your mouth hurt. I know your shit hurt. <laughs> I know your shit hurt. I know it. I I just know it because the way you fell, bruh, and you hit your lip. And listen, Scrap, he barely broke the table. He barely broke the damn table. Barely did that. You jumping off of the six Not foot ladder you know like what he broke? Crazy. His hip. I'm not no, the one. he broke that. He about to knock all the dentures. He going to need some dentures. When he going to need some. Exactly. <laughs> Some damn dead, but no, 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 because he's scrap. No, because they don't believe us. They don't believe us. So let's y'all. No, no, y'all. Let's watch the video because y'all don't believe us. So let's watch the video real quick so y'all can see what we talking about. Okay, here we go. Mm -hmm. Darby Allen. Oh Lord, what are you gonna do, Darby? Look look at the distance. Sting is up. What Sting? What the hell, Sting doing? What are you doing, Sting? Sting, what the hell? No, come on now. No, 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 no. no. I don't believe it either, guys. He is out of his freaking mind. There's no way he's going to be He is out of his freaking mind. Too far away. Payback. The forbidden dog. Now, now, scrap. Trap. Scrap. You ain't heard it now. What the hell are you doing, Stink? Hey, what the hell? <laughs> <Nigga>. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, dude in the video, I'm going to take a picture of dude in the video. Because dude in the video had the same facial expression I had inside. Sting, what, what? the fuck are you doing, bruh? 
Like Sting. What? Like, what, are we, what, are, what, are, what are we doing, bro? Sting is 64. <laughs> jumping off fucking ladders. Like Hulk Hogan wasn't 64 jumping off fucking ladders. Ric Flair ain't 64 jumping off goddamn ladders now. Now. I get it. Rick Flair, you know, Rick Flair held it down, but God damn. He wasn't jumping off no motherfucking ladders, I tell you, damn that. The the ladder, bro. And and again, Sting, you didn't even jump far. You couldn't. The announcer really said you couldn't make it, and it wasn't for entertainment purposes. It was really to say, nigga. Shit hurt. That shit hurt. That you can't that make that. <laughs> shit, he barely, shit, buddy, buddy had to give him a little push off the ladder. Like, Yo, the and ladder. then wait a minute. So he gives. Here's the thing, y'all know wrestling is real and it's 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 entertainment. So I believe in the moment, if you saw it for real, for real, okay, I believe in the moment. That buddy who was on the tables nudged over just a tad, just a smidge to the left because he saw that, mm-hmm. oh, he not about to hit me. Oh, my God. He about to break something. He about to break. He about to break his back. Oh, Lord. Let me make. Let me try to make this look presentable because the way Sting fell, Sting fell on his on himself. Sting, you fell on you. I don't understand how you fall on yourself. Hmm. Okay. Oh, God. Scrap, you there? Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, I thought we lost you. Lord, I, I don't know, Scrap. No, he done lost me. He done lost me. I don't know. He done lost his damn mind. And I don't think, and I don't, after you just hit your shit, I don't think he jumping off no more ladders. Nah, he better, not, scrap, he nah. better not jump off no more ladders. <laughs> it, 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 I, listen, <laughs> don't sting. This is coming from a fan, bro. This is coming from a, a a true fan who been watching you since since the toddler days, and then watched a lot of your shit back. I'm telling you now, please. Please, because I know them was some real tables that you broke. Barely. But them some real bones that you probably done broke too. So I'm going to need you, Sting, to relax. All right? I need you to relax, Mm -hmm. my guy. Because that shit, honestly, as a wrestling fan... And specifically, as a fan of yours, that was scary as fuck. That was scary as fuck, bro. Like, you could have broke your hip, your leg, thigh, leg, I mean, your foot. Like, anything could have went wrong in that moment. And as Scrap said, Buddy had to kind of nudge you. And I believe... That guy who was on the table, again, had to maybe nudge a little to the left because he saw in that moment that you were not going to make it. And we all said, the announcer said, you weren't going to make it. And you tried anyway. But you know what? Hey, you know, I hope you're okay, though. (laughs) Go ahead and just put some little icy hot on that. Soak in an ice bath. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be bruised. Oh, that you, your leg gonna be red, my guy. Purple, green. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that hurt me. All right, scrap. Let's get into some basketball. Let's real quick. A lot hey, has been happening over the past. You know, actually, no. Before we get into basketball. A lot has been happening on the ESPN side of things, scrap. Um mm. ESPN late as 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 per reported, um has let go Max Kellerman, Jeff Van mm. Gundy, mm. uh Keyshawn from Keyshawn J and Will. Uh, I'm sorry, Keyshawn uh uh J and Max. And mm. um they have let my OG 
the of the three one three, Jalen Rose go. Now, they all, lost they mind. all four of these players in media and in sports media specifically are very much heavy hitters in ESPN. And so for me, I'm like, so why are you getting in the way of Jeff Van Gundy, Max Kellerman? To me, those are two real heavy opinionated, very objective white guys at ESPN who give very great critiques and inter- and are entertaining. Um, Jalen Rose, I, I don't think I saw that one coming. For me personally, I don't know if that's for anybody else, but I didn't see Jalen Rose coming. Um, nor did I, I, I actually seen the Max and Keyshawn thing coming though. Um, scrap. They were talking, um, there, there were reports that Keyshawn J. Will, uh, Keyshawn, uh, uh, J. Williams and Max, their show after all of their contracts was up, were not going to be pushed. Now with all of these layoffs, scrap, the thing that has me a little a little wonky about everything, Scrap, is the fact that Pat McAfee, right, is making his way to ESPN. Now, Pat McAfee just turned down, I believe, a five-year, a hundred something, hundred plus million dollar deal with FanDuel, right? He's been over at FanDuel for the longest. Now, I don't watch Pat McAfee like that. Right. I don't subscribe to his channel like that. Bah, bah, bah. But from what I seen over at FanDuel, he was doing his thing. Right. OK, cool. No problem. Mm-hmm. So ESPN is like, yo, we want Pat McAfee. Now, the initial reporting, right, quote unquote, was that his 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 contract was looking around eighty five to ninety five million dollars. Now, I'm thinking in my head. Why is that so low? But then I'm also thinking in my head, wait a minute. What kind of, what what is happening now? Because Pat McAfee is coming over here. And now, Scrap, now that we have these, these four individuals gone, I posed, I, I said something in, 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 um, on Twitter, and it kind of got, it kind of went, it went, went mini viral in a sense of where it does it. It's, it did a little, it did a little something, something. And um, I said this about Pat McAfee, and then uh, we'll come back and I can uh, let you, let you discuss. We'll discuss. Does the contract say that's so different? Now, that's a big chunk, right? Because you're going from 100 and some odd million to what do they say, like 80, 90? Again. It's a big difference, but again, it's, it may not be about the money for him. It may be about the contract and what it's saying and what it's giving. Maybe more leeway, maybe a stock. I don't know, but I just know that I'm not watching ESPN for Pat McAfee. I felt like Pat McAfee was doing his own thing, killing it out here on these streets. He didn't need Pat. You didn't. You didn't need ESPN. And honestly, ESPN, you didn't need him. So. That mm. was my whole take on that, Scrap. Like I, and I feel the same way. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not watching ESPN for Pat McAfee. Um, I don't feel like ESPN needs Pat McAfee, uh, but I feel like Pat McAfee is probably one of the hottest free agents, just like Shannon Sharp on the market. Um, and I guess ESPN wanted to throw him a bag now. Well, one of the comments in on our Twitter post said is that it's interesting how um, he said it's interesting how they done all these firings because now it makes it seem like the contract that was initially reported scrap for him at ESPN seems a little bit higher. It looks like it's going a little bit up. You feel what I'm saying? So, again. I asked the question, do you believe that, you know, with the arrival of Pat McAfee, the, it's, it's because of these layoffs? Because I, I, I genuinely genuinely believe, Scrap, because ESPN is, is heading into a more conservative lane um, with a con, more con, trying to, I guess, cater to a more conservative watch, watch audience, um, 
and I guess Pat McAfee, um, I guess tailored towards that. I what it looks like is that you're getting you're getting everybody out who maybe has a opinion that goes against the grain or something like that. I don't know, but um, again, for me, I'm not watching ESPN for Pat McAfee. I think my concern is now, scrap is will Stephen A. Smith be the next one to go? And I think with the arrival of the Stephen A. Smith show, which, by the way, is a motherfucking hit, that that shit keep my ass entertained like a motherfucker. I said, Mm. this right here, Stephen A., this right here, this Stephen A. Smith show, my nigga, this what we need. I keep this shit. But, Scrap, I want to ask you, the same question I posed on Twitter with the with with the arrival of Pat McAfee. Do you feel as if, um, you know, a shift is coming, or do you think that you know these layoffs were, you know, kind of intertwined with his arrival? And do you think Stephen A. is maybe next? Uh, I feel Stephen A. may be next. Oh, um, I ain't gonna lie to you. Steven, they be having a lot going on, you see me? Um, now these layoffs, I ain't gonna lie, it's crazy. They crazy. It, especially my boy Jalen Rose. You feel me? That, that, yeah, uh, that hit that's mind blowing, cause, uh, cause, uh, come on, man, I ain't gonna have a nigga with the tightest edge in the world. Come on, man, you know his shit be on Steve Harvey. How you gonna come on, man? How you gonna do my boy Jalen like that? Yo, and they was they um, was hitting they was hitting the barber with the memes yesterday on Twitter. It was hilarious, hilarious, <laughs> hilarious, hilarious. But you right, scrap. Jalen Rose brought uh, a certain type of edge and flair to ESPN that I believe it needed and that I believe to strive for. But um, I don't know. This looks like a more the people up top are not liking, you know, or are moving in another direction. Maybe they not. And may, I don't want to say it's not liking them. Right. Scrap is not. I don't want to say that, but it's moving in a different direction. You know, I believe Jeff Van Gundy has been with ESPN a long time. And the, and the funny thing is, it's not just these four. It's been, I think the dude who do sports center at night, I will remember like, if you remember the white guy with the glasses, who be with the black guy at night doing Sports Center? He just retired. They just let him go. So it's 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 a trickling effect of a lot of folks who are leaving ESPN. Why? Because I really believe ESPN needs this money to pay this motherfucker nigga Pat. Mm. Might be on the side. Think about it. Y'all gave Stephen A. Smith a bad, right? And Stephen A. Smith even said, niggas still make more than me up in that bitch. Trash! But through his ass a bad, you gon' you gonna, um, sorry, y'all, you gon' you, you gonna sit here and tell Stephen A. that he has to give that up? I don't think so. Hmm. I don't think so. But if he needs but again, that's why and I and I think for me as a as a content creator, producer, podcast producer, all of that good stuff, as the as a media guy who's done it more independently than I guess in the corporate world, I always have this innate feeling that even now and even kind of during the pandemic that everybody needed to start their own shit. Everybody. Yeah. Some, like, you needed to, st- ha- like, even if it wasn't successful, understand the, the, the ability of having your own. Understand the lesson in that. Of having your own, yeah. building your own from the ground up. Even if, it, e- again, even if it failed. Even if it failed, that doesn't mean you can't go back and try it again. But you understand, oh, that's the process. Okay. All right, bet. Boom, 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 boom. 
So when podcasting and all this shit started to become booming and mainstream and bop, 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 I'm looking at a lot of the Stephen A's during two, three, two years ago, three years ago. And I'm like, yo, y'all need to start your own shit. Y'all need to start your own shit. Make sure you start your own shit. I'm 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 happy y'all start your own shit, but I'm 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 ha- I'm just sick that it's starting late. But maybe it's also written right. in your contract that you can't start shit. I don't know. I don't know. But listen, all I'm saying is um ESPN is bringing in Pat McAfee and uh it's going to be very interesting. So, let's get to some of these trades. That have been happening hey, first yo. on the docket. Scrap CP3 to GSW. Hey, How are we feeling about Chris Paul going to Golden State? You are, you want me to be honest? Or you yes, I want you to be. Don't, don't do that. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cause I don't like I it. Feel like, I, <laughs> I feel like he still ain't gonna get no ring. Ooh. He still ain't gonna get no ring, and he still like gonna get no ring. That's how I feel about it. Um, I'm I'm here to see what rotation or what lineup yes. how they gonna do this. Yes, with him and Curry and. Yeah. Cause come on, bro. If him Curry and, and what, what what other boy name is what's what the boy name is uh, Clay. Come on, Clay. Clay can play. What well, Clay? Clay can play the three. But that's <laughs> come on, man. There's big guys out there. Clay. <laughs> come on, man. That means he got to guard LeBron and shit. You understand? Right. I mean, and who guard him? Guard KD and, and you know niggas like that. You know what I'm talking about? That ain't gonna hurt. That ain't gonna happen. That's that's that that I don't I don't like that line up. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know how they gonna do it, but I still feel like if it don't work out here, it's time to take the shoes and throw them over the power line, my boy. It's just over with for you. It's, it's done. You my boy. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> CP3, if anybody know me, I love Chris Paul, dog. That is my boy. But I don't see it happening. I don't see it. I don't see it, man. I, I see it. He would have been better. Probably going there. I know everybody like, yeah, you want everybody to go to L.A. But he probably would have been better going over there. Or he probably would have been better going to the Heat. You know what I'm saying? Or somewhere he could fit in. But over there, come on. Chris Paul in the damn Warriors jersey. I can't even imagine that right now. <laughs> But Scrap, I um, I completely agree with you. I didn't like this trade from the get-go. When they traded him from Phoenix, I said, okay, where is he going? Now, when they traded him to Washington, I said, nah, he ain't staying there. I know that for a fact. But when Golden State wrapped their head asses and said, yeah, we got him. What? Sure. For why? What do you need Chris Paul for? For why? <laughs> Unless he's going to be your backup, in which I believe Chris Paul can be humble enough to do that, because he's that type of guy. I can I can believe him to be that humble enough to do that. But at the same time, wh- I don't know. No, I guess I if you can't beat him, join him, right? <laughs> KD did it. What the mall? What the mall say? I guess. K- <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? I guess. I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh shit! Listen, bro. I yeah, I guess. I mean, scrap. All I'm saying is this. I'm, what I'm saying is, KD did it. He couldn't beat him. He joined him. I mean, and won two rings off of it. Scrap, you know. So who who's yeah, to say? Ain't. Who's to say? Now I know everybody done got older. This is not twenty. 
you know, 17 and 18 and 19 no more. This is 2023 and and beyond. I know. I know. I know. I get it. You ain't got to tell me. And I completely agree with you. If this does not work, if this shit don't work, hang them bitches up. Chris, you are an amazing player. I believe one of the best role models in basketball, period. But my guy, it is okay to be a Charles Barkley. It's okay. It is okay. Because every time you get and you got to the mountaintop and you got injured, every time you get there, you get injured. So, bruh, if this one don't work out, just let it go. Okay. Now, on on that note, Scrap, the person that they traded for to get Chris Paul was the one and only Jordan Poole. Now, Jordan Poole, right, he averaged 20, you know what I'm saying, last last year. You know, really wasn't productive in the playoffs. Um, I think we understand why through the whole season he just wasn't himself. And let me just say this to Gilbert Arenas. Um, shout out to Gil uh Gil's Arena. Um, Gilbert, you said something on your <laughs> podcast about, you know, the punch to Dray from from Draymond to Jordan didn't affect his play. To a degree, I agree with you in terms of stats. But if, and I know you are, because I respect you and I loved you as a player, and I love you as a basketball mind, so I know you are very intelligent. You know you were a crock of shit when you said that the punch really didn't matter. That man's demeanor changed. His whole body language was different from last year. That's just fact. And that punch had everything to do with it. Now, yeah, he put up 20. And his stats dropped a little bit in the playoffs. Shit happens. But you're gonna but you're not you're not gonna say and tell me that wasn't an effect on his game. Because it definitely was. To see this man, to play with this man, to get the ball passed to me from this man, for him to still talk to me like that, for him to still be in my nah, fuck you, fuck everybody here, I'm out of here. Because in my in my view, scrap, if if I'm Jordan Poole, y'all let this man come to the ring ceremony after he punched me. He didn't get a suspension. Y'all sat here and just let the season play like nothing fucking happened. And I mean like nothing mm. fucking happened. Expect me to sit here and still play like y'all need me to play. And then the one time I sit here and slip the fuck up in the playoffs, oh, I'm cooked. All right, fuck y'all then. That's how I would look at it if I was Jordan if I was Jordan Poole, scrap. And that's how I feel like he did. So now Jordan Poole is with Washington. And I believe he's about the ball. I believe he's about the ball. Because you don't give away a 20 point player. No disrespect, CP. For CP3 right now. Yes, he's efficient. 14 and 9. Absolutely. He still got it. Hell, Derrick Rose over here just went to Memphis. We get it. We get it. But let me just tell you, Jordan Poole is about to run Chicago. I just want to let y'all know that. He coming in there and that's going to be a pool party for real. It's re- it really is. Um, speaking of scrap, speaking of the former star of the Washington Wizards is now a part of the Phoenix Suns. That man, Bradley Bill scrap is now a part of the Phoenix Suns. It was a three way trade and now he's a part of Phoenix Suns scrap. I will ask you this question with. Denver being our new champions and actually them being very good throughout the whole year. 
Do you see this newly formed big three in Bill, Booker, and KD being something that they can match with? Um, ha, that's tough. And think um, about it. Phoenix I, don't have a backcourt yet. I can, I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. Don't get it twisted. Right. But uh, I ain't going to lie to you. That's a lot of egos over there. But, uh, well, Bradley Bill already said this is Book yeah. Nation. So he already he already knows yeah. who, who it goes. It's, it's, it's Book Nation. Book Nation, but you still got Kevin Durant. Like, yeah, you, you know what I mean? You still got guys out there that's just, I don't know, man. It might get work. It might, man. It might could work, man. I can see them going to the playoffs. Do I see a ring? Not yet. No, nah, not you know yet. What I mean, yeah, I don't see the ring yet, bro. I don't see the ring yet. I maybe see the ring if they can get some backcourt going because I think what Denver really proved, scrap, is that you need a good backcourt. You and I mean not backcourt, not backcourt. I'm sorry. You need a good bench. That's what I meant. You need a good bench, and hell. You do need a good backcourt. That's just real shit, too. But your bench, you got to have depth, right? You got to make sure you got at least 15 guys to ready to go. Denver beat you with damn near 15. With they main star playing and cooking you with 40. Come on, bro. But Bradley Bill, I feel like he's universally slept on to me. Um, one of the most often talented players in the league, one of the p- probably most explosive players in the league um, in terms of offense. He can get you 25 a night. Um, offensively, they're going to be a threat. Now, defensively, I want to see, mm-hmm. but offensively, they're going to be a threat. They're going to be a team that going yeah. that's going to probably put up 120. Yeah. Easy. With some walking buckets. Yeah, they're yeah, walking, walking buckets. buckets. All, three of them, all three of them boys. Booker, KD, Bill, walking buckets. They can literally jump up from anywhere and knock it down. Literally jump it up from anywhere. Off the ball, on the ball, it don't matter. These three guys are offensive weapons. So I see why some people say, hey, they're the universal favorite. I get it. But Denver just won. Right? And yeah, it, they didn't have a lot of stiff competition because everybody stepped up in the playoffs. Sorry. Do your job. But Denver won. Denver did did what they needed to do. And so I'm I'm definitely looking for Phoenix to be maybe a top three, top four, even maybe top two uh seed in the West. Now, scrap another trade that just happened, um, which is very interesting. Porzingis is going to Boston, scrap. The unicorn is going to the four leaf clover state. <laughs> City of Boston stand I like up. It. I don't know how to feel about this. I like it. You like it? I like it. I like it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it. Porzingis over there in Boston. I mean, yeah. That's it does add some size in. to them, right? Gives you some help with Robert Williams. You know what I'm saying? Because Robert, even though I, I, damn, I like some Robert Williams, bro. He is, he is tough. That's a tough, that's a tough brother. He be going to the basket, bro. And he, and he's, he's a, he's like a walking double double, but it's not like twenty and ten. It's more like ten fifteen. So now that you got Porzingis, he's more like a walking double double. He'll get you twenty three and ten. Right. And you kind of need that in the back end. Somebody silent but deadly who can get you 23 points off the off the ball. You feel me? And who can hit from the perimeter as, uh, perimeter as well. So him going to the to the to the east is going to be interesting with Giannis and Joel over there. That's that's going to be a fight. I mean, I'm, I'm very excited for that. And so scrap, you know, in order to get Porzingis scrap, you know, Celtics had to give something up, you know. And um, the Celtics gave up Mr. Marcus Smart. And uh, Marcus Smart is now going to the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, Scrap, as we reported, um, Derrick Rose is also going to the Memphis Grizzlies as well. Now, Scrap, Mm. I don't know 
I honestly don't know where they're where this team is headed or how they're trying to construct themselves. Um, but it's getting mad scary out here now because I'm just trying to understand how how is Marcus Mark Derrick Rose Ja Morant all who are guards. That's three guards on your team. That's a lot of guards, Grab Three points at that. Mm. That's three points. Do, do teams normally have three point guards or you have a backup, one in the backup, right? And maybe a backup, you know, for the backup, right? But, oh, wow. It was just shocking to me to have just all of it. Ugh. It was just shocking to me. Um, but Marcus Smart is is moving to the Memphis Grizzlies. Shout out to him. You feel what I'm saying? It's going to be interesting because I want to see who's going to be the leader. Because, and I say ugh, because John Moran has gone through all of this stuff. And Marcus Smart and Derrick Rose hopefully are going to be the ones to give some very needed, much needed um, I want to say sense of direction, Scrap, because that team needs some sense of direction. Right. You understand what I'm saying? I believe they're a very talented right. team. I believe John Morant to be a very talented player. He's a superstar in this league. However, superstars are not always the leaders, Scrap. Right. And so when we think about that, when we think about how Ja has grown over these last, like, two to four years. We have to find somebody who can wrap him under his wing. And I feel like a Derrick Rose and Marcus Smart are those type of players. Now, that is what I'm, I think what I'm fearful of is maybe some pushback from his camp. Not from Ja per se, but from his camp on saying, now we don't need your help. Because from what, because from what it's been, Scrap, it's been more of your your camp saying, nah, we don't need your help. We don't need your help. Well, because you don't need help, you're losing millions. Mm. And you're going to continue to lose millions if you do not let a player who's maybe been in your shoes, who who understands, who understands the game better than you. I don't care how many high-flying dunks or gritties you can do to uh, for me, nigga. These niggas know the game. They've been to the playoffs. One has been to the uh, to the conference finals. He's won the conference finals. He's been to the finals. One was considered one of the best point guards. I mean, in the league for like years. He was he was he was that dude, and low key still that dude. These are veterans, young veterans. I don't want to call them old. They are young veterans in the game who have played this game to on a high level. That you need to sit down and hear from. Marcus Smart is one of those. Derrick Rose is one of those. What I'm just afraid of, Scrap, is when it gets to the court and maybe just a, I think it's just a nickering bickering for me. I just don't want that when it comes to you know, Marcus Smart and Derrick Rose coming to Memphis. That's just it. I'm here for it, but I just don't I just I just feel like it's gonna be a little pushback. From Jaws Camp. From Jaws Camp. That's yeah. not yeah. Yeah. You said it. Um what about your boy uh what about your boy that went to the Rockets? Uh, oh, your boy went to the Rockets. Hold on, let me let me grab a picture of this nigga real quick, bro. Let me uh-huh. grab a picture of this nigga real quick, bro. Now let me tell now now let me tell you this, bro. I I gotta I got hey I gotta give him his props. You feel me? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta give him his just due scrap. You feel what I'm saying? Nah, I only have one problem with. What's him. What's the problem? I don't have a problem with him going to the Rockies. Right. Uh, what What his name is? Book Dylan uh, Brooks. Uh, 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 
Dylan Brooks. No hate and shit. Hear me out on this. Yes, I'm hearing. I'm listening. He got eighty million for four years. Yep. Why the fuck my boy Russell Westbrook got eight million for two years? Oh. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Now that's why. That's what it cause. Let's be honest. Wait, so you okay, what? so wait a minute. So you telling me, Scrap, that Russell Westbrook signed a deal for eight mil two years? Yeah, man. Just stay in, stay and, in LA. And Houston just gave Dylan Brooks the man who really didn't play well. Didn't play well you can in lock the up. be a good defender. But uh, no, man. What the fuck? No. I mean, he's a. I mean, sure. I mean, he's a. He's a. I guess you want to say up and coming Draymond Green. Um, sure, sure, <laughs> sure. But if you if we talking eighty mil for Dylan Brooks, come on, come on, bro. Um. Come on, bro. And my and on, Russell bro. Westbrook only got eight. Come on, man. <laughs> you feel me? Yo, what? What, Scrub? Come on, bro. You got to be kidding me. Yeah. And then uh, last, but listen, I don't even... <laughs> This man got $80 million, and this nigga, Russell. Russell should, you know what? On some real shit, Russell should just be like, fuck all you niggas. <laughs> Russell should just be like, fuck all you niggas. Y'all don't fuck with me, bro. Yeah. Because Dylan, like, scrap. Dylan. Scrap. Dylan Brooks is a... I'm not trying to go there with the boy, but like Dylan Brooks is cool. He to I just think for me he's not worth 80 mil. When you got a guy who through the playoffs kept your team alive and all I can get is 8? All I can get is motherfucking 8? Trash. 8 mil? Trash. When your star player was down? When your other star player was down, I kept us in the fucking playoffs. Wow. Wow. Eight minutes. Wow, bro. That's crazy. You better have some team stock or some shit, bro. You better own like minority ownership of the team or something because there's no way. That Dylan Brooks, who only averaged about 10 points, and y'all can call me crazy, but he wasn't that great of a defender either. I didn't hear nobody talking about Dylan Brooks defending. Usually what I hear is about Draymond, Patrick Beverly being gnats in people's faces and defending. No, what I heard was a nigga chirping at LeBron. And the nigga that was chirping at LeBron then lost in the final. Okay, I mean, not even in the finals, in the playoffs, excuse me. So I'm trying to figure it the fuck out. When did jarring LeBron equal 80 million fucking dollars? Explain that shit to me. Because to me, Scrap, on some real shit, if we didn't know you for your gritty dance and all your jargon with LeBron, you would not have been known like that, my guy. Let's keep that a motherfucking thing, bro. And he dropped two pieces on you. Right. Talk to him, talking about, oh, I don't talk to nobody unless they don't give me 80. Nigga, he gave you 80 every damn, damn night. <laughs> he gave you 80, dude. <laughs> like, nigga, what are we talking about, bro? But he, like, hey, listen, he got his 80 mil, right? Four years, $80 million. We'll see. We'll, listen, we'll see how that go, bro. I was just like, that's stupid as hell for the Houston Rockets to spill out that much money for him. 
He bet listen. Yeah, that's crazy. He better be goaded just like my marine by uh, um he better be goaded just like uh damn it, I done forgot the person's name. I done forgot <laughs> shit. But the the, the, the No. and i'm not saying dylan brooks is trash what i'm just saying is he trashed it it's just not it's listen four years 80 mil scrap a a two-year deal three-year deal for like 55 50 mil would have been i think good right Fifty million dollar deal, like yo, bro. I gotta see how you work. But the fact that you leveraged eighty million, I gotta give you your props. Yeah, I gotta give you your props. Yeah, I guess the fact that Russell Westbrook didn't leverage eighty million is wow. That's crazy. Wow, I'm so mad. Shit, my boy didn't even get a double digit. Double, like what the bruh. Dylan didn't even want a double or a digit. That Nick, and now he really in the double digits. You feel me? All right, last thing on the docket before we go. Damian Lillard has been making headlines. So as we talked about a couple weeks ago, um, I said that, I said on the podcast, Damian Lillard, um, as a fan of yours, it was time for you to go. It was time. Um, Dame Damian Lillard, if you don't know, is the star point guard for the Portland Trailblazers. The Portland Trailblazers, uh, Portland, uh, wow, the Portland Trailblazers, excuse me, and Damian Lillard have been, you know, kind of in cohesive unit for almost most of his career not if not to all of his career and that's been over the last 10 plus years and so when we think about what Damian Lillard's game is nobody above Steph is better than Damian Lillard to me as a point guard period that's flat out and Damian Lillard is that dude he's really that dude and um it's always hard to showcase Dame in that light because of the market that he's in and uh, because of the team he plays for. Over the last probably some odd years of their championship run, playoff run with Portland, there were there were pieces that were fitting around, but they weren't fitting around, right? And so we're in this new season, this new year, and again, we're 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 thinking that Dame is going to leave maybe stay we don't know but per per request and per per reported um damian lillard allegedly has um requested a trade from the portland trailblazers i think everybody can hit a praise break you feel what i'm saying because what i what i see is damian lillard being Being in a bigger market and being himself. You feel me? Enjoying that bigger market because he deserves that. Like Dame Dalla deserves that bigger market, even though he has built his niche and his collective off of this market. This is your market, though. You feel what I'm saying? You need to go to Miami. Miami is your market. You feel what I'm saying? I wouldn't say Milwaukee. Milwaukee, in terms of teams, is probably the best bet. But Miami, in terms of everything else, yeah, that's where you need to go. I don't know, but him and and Giannis. That's what I said. Scrap, but that's why I said Milwaukee. Scrap, that's why I said it. And I heard, and I heard it on, um, I heard it on Fox Sports with Colin Cowherd on the herd. Like shout out to him. He said he was like Milwaukee. Like, think about Damian Lillard, Chris, well, Chris Middleton will probably be traded. But think about Damian Lillard and Giannis on a team together in the East. They're probed to win the East. And then if they really that damn good together, they, they're probed to win it all. We seen what Giannis did just by himself with no point guard with, with Drew Holiday. You take away Drew Holiday and maybe a first couple picks, keep Chris Middleton and get Damian Lillard, 
you just might win this bitch. And let's say, and, and let's be clear, Milwaukee is not a, it's not a big, big market, but it's a nice market. It's a good market. It's a market that's been thriving, especially on the back of Giannis. Because his name has been bringing life and, 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 and love and energy into that city, into that organization. You go to Miami, it's going to be the same thing, just times two. Listen, I'm here for wherever you go that's going to give you an opportunity and chance to win. Because that's what I want. I want you to win. I'm 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 the same way about Chris Paul that I am about you, Dame. I want y'all to win. Now I definitely, know you can't definitely necessarily win at the same time. But I want y'all to win, man. This is what I want. I want y'all to win. So when I when I sit here and I think about Damian Lillard and where he is going and, you know, this NBA draft that just popped up and, you know, Victor Wimbanyama and, you know, so many others who have been drafted. Hey, these I ain't are, even going to lie. I'm glad you mentioned his name. Yo, these, these, really this draft class, crap, these, this is going to be a good draft class. <laughs> Yeah. This is gonna be a good draft class know, of guys. From that, video, from that video, I hope that was just that one day, man. Because uh, listen, no, li- Lord, that was Jeff. I think who? What was his name? Jeff Green. Something like that, humping the boy. In the- Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. wild boy y'all wild but listen again it's it's wild like these trades it's wild like these um (sighs) these uh a lot of the you know just the draft and everything like that it's interesting the 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 new nba season is going to be interesting i'm very intrigued to see what happens um i'm very intrigued to see what dame does over the next couple weeks and see where Portland pulls him because again Portland for me Portland is in a rebuilding mode that I believe does not include Dame Dollar and Dame Dollar why it took you so long to kind of get that I'm glad that we're here now that you can now find a place where it's going to give you that level of access and again, preferably for me as a fan of you and as a fan of Miami and Jimmy Butler, we'll love to see y'all play together. So that's just me. Um, scrap, we about to get out of here, man. We've had a great season, everybody. Um, first of all, I want to say thank you to everybody who's been listening, loving, supporting the podcast over these last two seasons. We appreciate you so much. Um, we've been charting uh, number two on good pods in the sports news category for over a month now. Um, That is a huge honor and that is a huge feat um, to know Jesus Christ, to know that we continuously um, are being watched and uh, listened to on a daily basis is very, very, um, I'm always humbled by it. I'm always humbled by it. So, you know, we appreciate y'all, man. We really, really do. Uh, Scrap, you got anything before we get out of here? Uh, no, nah, man. I appreciate all the all the followers, listeners. Oh uh, man, shit, season two, man, been great to me. I ain't gonna hold you. Um, getting ready for that season three. No, I don't we know coming, when, we coming with the shits in season coming, three. Let me tell you back. something. Yeah. Y'all get ready for season three. It's gonna be hotter. Yeah, season three is hotter. coming soon too, so get, y'all get ready. Yeah, and uh, man, shit, man, I really love y'all out here, man. Yes, uh, sir. That shit, man. That's it for me, man. Y'all be safe out here too. Yes, uh, be safe out here. Happy Fourth. Um, listen to every first time, last time, or you know, 
this time listener we appreciate y'all make sure y'all subscribe to the podcast wherever you do you can subscribe to the thc media network um on good pods you can listen to us on good pods you can listen to us on apple Podcasts. you can subscribe to us on apple Podcasts as well spotify um you know amazon music we're everywhere you feel what i'm saying you can watch us here exclusively on the tac media network on our youtube page run the numbers up we're definitely about a little bit uh away from 500 uh subscribers so run them numbers up man we appreciate y'all we thank y'all and we love y'all we will be back with season three very very soon be sure to like comment subscribe and um continue to pray for us continue to love on us and we will do the same for you all right and this has been another one yo peace love and hair grease we will see y'all for season three in a couple months peace